Daily news, breaking updates, and exclusive podcasts. iTricks.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the iTricks Magic Weekend Review. Um, uncharacteristically coming to you about a week after the last podcast. I don't know how that happened. Uh, and this week, uh, we have a, I'm actually really excited about this, and we have gone through many lengths to get this man on the show today. We have fought the, uh, the war of, of, against cyberspace, as it were, to bring you Mr. Dan Harlan. Dan, how are yeah, you? Yeah, I'm great, Michael. How are you? I am, I am excited to have you on, and let's just jump on right into why um because i even actually wrote about it on the site i wrote a review of you have undertaken this insane (laughs) task this uh don quixote like task that well yeah a little bit um it's uh it's probably even crazier than than uh, his task mine's mine's definitely uh more insurmountable but uh, uh, you know dreaming the impossible dream there we go right to to cover (laughs) tarble the entire Harlan Tarble course, which I'm now referring to your video course as the Tarble Harlan course. <laughs> How clever you are! Thank You're a you. clever, clever boy. Thank you. But uh, <laughs> but you know, I I did review it on the site. I don't know if you saw. It. I don't know if I if, did. If, I read that review, and uh, and I and I must say, uh, you were honest. <laughs> you said you said terrific things about it uh, that were all true. And uh, and you know if if they have if uh, listeners have not read that review they should um, and uh, I don't remember you, you you might have had a couple of things to uh, to pick at or something like that. Oh, there uh, were some is, things that peed me off. To be honest, I mean that's good. And, but and, but and, that was uh, the format. And we should talk. Well, that's right. But we should talk about that too yeah. because uh, you know it, uh, when when I pitched this project and I've I've actually had the the idea to do this for about fifteen years. I've really really wanted to do it, um, and I've pitched it around different places, and everybody said no. Just we just can't do it. We don't have the facilities. We don't have the time. Uh, it, it, or they were just like you're you're insane. There's no possible way you can do it. Um, so finally, uh, you know, I've I've landed in a place where I could do it. Then we had to figure out how are we going to do it? You know, what's the format? Because it's not just me. You know, it's it's everybody on the production has to be behind this thing from the beginning to the end of it. You know, so uh, so what? So let's let's talk about uh, some some of the the difficulties of trying to bring this the enormous amount of material. Um, you know, to video and do it in a way that that's that's interesting and fun and still educational. And um, th- so, part of the problem is, of course, you know, how can you how can you take thousands and thousands and thousands of tricks <laughs> and perform all of them and teach all of them and and not make it feel cumbersome? So that was that was our first uh, uh, question: is how are we going to do that? So we had to figure out a way where I can perform it, um, you, you know, for for a real audience, and that would be the most interesting thing. And when I talk, when I'm when I say a real audience, I'm talking about not a purchased audience or not a group of regulars, and certainly uh, not a bunch of magicians. Although we welcome magicians in our audience, um, we have people who want to see a magic show. 
that come and watch me perform these things every week. And, uh, and, and I think it's a great format for doing it, uh, for having the performances, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, in all fairness, and probably in case people miss the review or have been under a rock and aren't aware of this, what you are doing is you are going chapter by chapter every week releasing a video that, that goes through a chapter of the Tarble course. That's right. Um, and, and it's it's been pretty damn good so far, I, I have to admit. I mean, I subscribed to it. I, I admitted that on the, on the site in, in, in the review. Um, and it's it's not terrible. It's $20 a month. You get a video every Friday. Uh, they're about an hour long, most of them. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the thing that I see, though, like, you know, I mentioned you off air. I, I had this video production company. I still have it i haven't done much with it lately but uh <laughs> looking at that if you had come to me and said i want to produce you know whether you were like i'm going to pay for this or i want to be a partner you know you just got to look and say wow if he's going to do a video on every chapter there's like what are there over the like a hundred chapters yeah um yeah. you know uh like that's a lot of time that's a lot of wow that's you know who's at the end at the end of the day if you were doing this on dvd if you're doing this god forbid on vhs you know it's like who is going to buy this? Because this is going to be just a stack of video. But when you do it as a download, it does make it kind of financially more palatable. It it it, it works in a lot of ways. It makes it portable, which is another issue. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but it, you know, it it it, ha- it it so it has its uh, disadvantages in being a download, which I said in the review. But but I I completely get them. You know it going into it because you know what you're getting. Right. And um, so I understand why nobody wanted to do this with you. I understand why it's only <laughs> on a download. But um, well, here's, let me just why, interject. Why didn't you at any point in the way go, you know what, maybe everybody's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, because because I, I am really committed to uh, to um, making sure that we have great magicians in the future. And, and the books that uh, Tarbell put together – uh, did that for current magicians. He was looking into the future, and so am I. Uh, and so I'm pushing it to the the next level, to the next direction, to to you know what appeals to modern magicians, but will still have an appeal to any other magicians that may come after us. Uh, it's exactly the same same idea that he had. Uh, and because the books were so important to me as a foundation, and and all the success that I've had is truly due to him and other great teachers, but certainly started uh, with with reading all of the material uh, in Tarbell. I, you know, I, it's my foundation, um, and uh, I believe it should be a foundation for everybody. So, so that that was important to me. So that's why I couldn't give up on it. You know, I I, I just. I didn't want to see the material uh, become so dated or so um, forgotten because as much as magicians say uh, that it's great and it's in Tarbell, and it is, and it's great and it is in Tarbell, they very seldom open up the books anymore. You know, they'll, they'll buy it, they'll look through it, uh, they'll, um, they'll, they'll forget about most of it, and then it stays on the shelf. That, that to me is kind of sad. Now um, – I, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the limitations of the format. You know, uh, the download limitations are that it's not searchable, and that's going to be the the major uh, complaint that anyone would have about it is that you can't find directly what you want to find. Well, um, 
you know, I, I'm working with, with my team on fixing that, and one of the ways that, that I want to fix that, and I, again, this isn't, this isn't a promise from me, but it's, it's something that I want to do, and hopefully we'll get around to it. Uh, you know, I've got my lead guy, uh, the lead editor and videographer, uh, Nick Lacapo. He is going through and finding all of the time codes and all of that kind of stuff so that we can eventually provide, you know, supplemental PDF form uh, index for everything. So it'll have not just where it is, but also, uh, you know, um, my, some of my notes on it, like uh, what, what I've changed specifically and why and uh, that, that kind of stuff. So um, I, I can't promise that that's going to happen immediately. After all, we're way deep in, in just creating the material, but it will happen eventually. Hopefully very, very soon. And when I talk about very soon, that's within the six, next six months or so. Yeah, I mean that, that'll that'll be great, and that'll make all the difference. I think um, not now so much because there is a uh, uh, reasonable amount of material. It's it, it's it, you know right now I can sit down and go, oh, you know what was this in? Oh, it was two weeks right. ago. Right. Yeah, in six months it's going to be like, when did he do that? Uh, sure. But given limitations aside, I have to say this is a penguin. This comes through Penguin. Um, That's right. Penguin has done right by everyone in a way, too, though, with um, – because I think this happened after I, I did the review. You know, I subscribed. And I don't know if it was all subscribers or just everybody who bought the lesson on thumb tips. Then, you know, a day or two later in, in my email, I get a message from Penguin that's like, hey, you know, you you saw – the th- you know, you watched the thumb tip lesson and, you you know – and, and like many people, I had watched the thumb tip lesson. I was like, you know, I probably need a new thumb tip, even though I probably have like 30 thumb tips. <laughs> I, have, I actually have a collection. I'm going to put them up someday because I have like old metal ones. And somewhere I had a wooden thumb tip at one point, and, you know, and, and I'm like, ah, I do need a new thumb tip for carrying around. And it's like, so here's a free thumb tip. And, and it was a gift certificate for a free Vernet thumb tip with shipping included, which I was just like, wow, that's a pretty classy thing to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, um, Ajar is the uh, owner over there, and he is fantastic. And and that was the convergence that brought all of this together was was the the technology had finally caught up to a point where it was reasonable for us to attempt it, you know. Um, and then we attempted it because of his belief in the material and his belief in me being able to do all of the material. And then uh, he's taken it even further because he's – you know, he's got such a great company and such great customer service that when when these kinds of things come up, when when you know a thumb tip comes up, uh, he's he's going to say, well, you know, why not? We've we've got a warehouse uh, filled with them. Uh, this is an interesting project. Let's let's help everybody out and show them how great the thumb tip still is. And uh, you know, I I I fully support everything that he's doing, and he does the same for me. And there there will be other things that that come up along the way um, that uh, they won't necessarily necessarily be free giveaways but sometimes when there are things that are harder to get like for example the uh, the glass discs that uh, I did in um, in uh, lesson number four with the coin tricks the dissolving coin those are harder to get and uh, so he's actually taken the time to um, you know try to get those in-house now I don't know if he's done it yet or not but uh, but you know he's being proactive about trying to provide these things. The, it, it would have been great had we known in advance that it was going to be hugely popular. All we did 
was assumed that it was going to go well, <laughs> you know. Um, but we had such a great response of people who really not only love watching the lessons but want to do all of the tricks. And and I am I'm so gratified that that is the response that we've gotten. Is that they're like, oh, this is a great trick. Where do I get the glass disc? Well, now we now we know. So all of the lessons in the future, if there's anything that's difficult to obtain, we will hopefully have a source for that already. That see, yeah, and that and there is, I believe, a PDF that comes with that lesson with a link to where you can get that disc already on, on the yes. Penguin Magic site. I actually have some from like an old fifties Magic. Set. Oh yeah, well good. You know? yeah. And I was like, huh, I, I wonder where those. I wonder where in the basement of Magic Junkyard that I, have. I wonder where those went. Um, yeah, one of the things I really like about the video, and it would have been more than fair to jump onto this and been nothing but Dan Harlan in his close-up table or, you know, or in your, yes, in your study right. or whatever and going through it. But, yeah, you, you do uh, take full advantage of the – what I don't know what they call Is it the Penguin Magic Theater? Uh, well, we're, we're in the uh, P3 Studios, P3 Magic Studios, which is uh, basically a production arm of Penguin. Uh, it's the same place that we shoot the Penguin Live uh, lectures that air every Sunday night. Uh, and uh, so that that was the other really beautiful thing. I live I live like five blocks from it now because I am the host of, of Penguin Live Lectures. That makes perfect sense for me to be able to go into that studio, you know, every week and do a new show every single week, and then come in a couple of days later and explain all of those things. Uh, I really didn't want to do this project unless I could get in front of a live audience uh, of mostly lay people who who are fans of magic but don't really have any association with magicians. Besides this, they get to see a real show. Yeah, and it, it does it makes all the difference because you know, uh, there there are plenty of things and, and Tarbo is a perfect example because it is so dated. I mean, let's face it, the vast majority of people who are listening to this podcast, their lives did not even probably intersect with Harlan Tarbles. Yes, right. You know? probably. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's very easy to read through the books and go, I can see where that would have been great, but, you know, I, I can see where that would be. I mean, it's it's like so many old magic books. It's like, yes, the next time I have the opportunity to borrow a hat pen, <laughs> I will be right on this, <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> um, and, and, and so so, so there is that, that kind of dating with Tarbell, and, and it is nice to see stuff performed in front of in front of people even even new stuff though it, it's always good to see it performed and, and go all right you know it, 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 even though i figured this out the second i looked at it or, or whatever it, it's gonna play and, and and there is that removal i think sometimes for magicians where you you go there's no there's no way you pull that off i mean come on who doesn't know the thumb tip by now perfect example sure but yeah. but it but it well not only you, but I mean, I, I think now the international uh, ambassador of thumb tips is Smoothini after his America's Got Talent. Well, that, you know that just that just goes to show you, you know, and and honestly, uh, as overexposed as the device has been, it is a stealth technology secret device. So it doesn't matter whether people know about it as long as they don't think that it, it's involved in any way. Uh, so it, when it comes down to something like that, that is supposed to hide out in the open, how do they know if you have one? 
if you do it right, it's all about how you handle it. It's all about how you incorporate it and why. And and if you do it properly, and I hopefully, I, from what I've heard, I've I've taught the techniques well, but hopefully I've shown that it's not something that anybody's going to suspect, even if they may be aware of it. They won't. They won't even. You there? Yeah, I'm there. We had a little problem. Yeah. We dropped out a little bit. So where should we pick it up? We, I lost you with uh, they won't even. Yeah, I was just all I was saying is that uh, it's the kind of device that if you use it properly, they won't even suspect that it's there. Um, and you know, I don't want to go over some of the uh, the old quotes that everybody says, but you know, they won't suspect, let alone detect that it's there. I just I just know that if you incorporate it, even if they've heard of it. They'll never know that you had it. <laughs> That's what I love about using a device like that that hides right out in the open. Right, and 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 you know, you do teach it well. And like I said, it, it it made me actually. You know, I watched that. I wasn't even at home. I watched it on my iPad that one, and I realized I have a thumb tip right here in the bag that I carry my computer in mm-hmm. all the time. And it's, it just somewhere over the last couple of years. It has stopped migrating to my pocket, you know, um, and now it's it's migrated back into my pocket. Oh yeah. Well, my well, new one has. That's, well, well, I, well, but I, I've got to, I've got to tell you, you know, there's there's uh, two just fantastic things. If if you've never, if if you don't have any other reason to bring out the thumb tip, there's two of my favorite tricks that I perform every day, all the time. Uh, and that that's uh, asbestos palm. Uh, it's the mat- vanishing match in the hand. Uh, done Gene Anderson's style. Uh, Son of morning is what he called it. Um, and the passe passe salt done with a sugar packet. Those two are so fantastic. And either one of those, you can do it, and no one will have any clue what you're using. And and even if they're even if they suspect it for a moment, they're so beautifully put together. One of them is a very quick trick. The other one is a is a great routine. Yeah. It. I- you know, it's everything old is new again and, and, and magic with, with good reason, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, now, back to the series itself. Sure. You, you mentioned you're still shooting them. Uh, just out of kind of curiosity, how far ahead are you on this project? I'm, I'm far enough ahead that I can do this interview with you. Oh, well, that's and good. Then as soon, <laughs> and then as soon as I'm done with this interview, I'm, I'm back to designing my show for tomorrow night. Uh, but we are far enough ahead that I don't have to worry. I can breathe. Easily, uh, I would say, you know, conservatively, we're about six months ahead. Okay, that's good. That's nice. Um, but so, sure. if people are in the area, they can still catch a show. Yes, they can. Yeah. Should we uh, Should we give them the address? That That was my very not subtle hint. To- <laughs> yeah. Let's 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 do it. If you find yourself in Columbus, Ohio, on a Tuesday night at seven thirty, uh, come to twenty five seventy five North High Street. That's the P3 Magic Studios, and uh, you'll see a magic show. and Absolutely free, free to the public, open to anyone. Uh, I will tell you that typically it's standing room only. It has, it has really caught on. Uh, we're doing the, the best magic there uh, that, you know, that I've, I've been involved with for quite some time. So uh, we really have quite a, a great following, and people are telling their friends. So you've, you've got to try to get here and see it. Awesome. Great. Um, tell you what, we're actually halfway through the show already, so why don't we take a quick break? Okay. And we will be back right after this, uh, talking more with Dan Harlan. iTricks.com. 
Hello, this is Michael again with my little friend Paco. Paco, can you speak? Speak, boy. Come on, speak. Speak. Okay, the one time I want the Chihuahua to bark, he's not actually going to bark. But uh, I'm going to assure you that Paco wishes to join me in urging everyone out there to support your local no-kill animal shelter. Paco has been a part of our family for eight or nine years now. And um, despite the eight or nine years of otherwise constant barking, he's, uh, he's, he's been a real important part of the family. And we love the little guy. And there's lots of little guys out there that need your love who haven't done anything wrong except for being born to irresponsible pet owners. So no matter where you live, I guarantee there is a no-kill animal shelter in your area and that they need your help. So if you have time, if you have money, if you have inclination, if you're looking for a great charity, support your local no-kill animal shelter. Thanks. And Paco thanks you too. And we're back with Dan Harlan. Thanks for not turning your podcast dial, as it were. Yeah, uh, no, stay with us. We have lots to talk about. That's right. Those, those other podcasts, they can they can wait. <laughs> they don't uh, have me. That's for sure. That's right. They don't. They don't have. <laughs> there you go. Now and then. Now next week we'll be like, oh no, what do we do without Dan Harlan? We can't do that. <laughs> but um, b- back to to this big crazy project you've undertaken yeah and it's not just big it's not just crazy it is the single largest video project ever attempted and when i'm done it'll be the singest single largest video project in magic anybody's ever done <laughs> yes yeah it, it, no i mean definitely it's it's got to be more involved than even putting on a season of many magic related television shows I would think so because uh, we've we've probably recorded more hours of performance uh, than uh, well certainly a a single season more than a single season of, of shows. Yeah, I mean I've 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 done videos, I've done magic videos, I've done magic shows, and I've done other videos, and just yeah, putting that all in there, it's like it it really is. Um, you just bit off a, a heck of a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm happy. How, how I'm so gratifying. happy doing it. Yeah, and 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 you you said it's it's doing you know even better than you had hoped is basically what it sounds like. Yes. Um, it, it, how gratifying is that? Well, that that's the best part for me. You know, I I have always wanted to do it, and I believed in the material, and I've had you know uh, my my reason, my unselfish reason. Of course, I already talked about, but my selfish reason was. I I want to perform all of these things, you know. I I love performing, and uh, and I and I think I'm really good at uh, taking material that's that maybe does doesn't have the best uh, presentation or development or whatever, and finding something interesting about it that I can connect to an audience. And so uh, that's that's the thing that excites me. And then the fact that that has gone even further and connected to uh, magicians and they see how how enjoyable it is to connect to an audience with these things, then that really – that's the most gratifying part is that uh, my joy for the, for the material transcends and uh, translates to other people. Yeah, I mean you really are in, in a lot of ways um, not just to you know boost your ego here uh, – but you're kind of the right guy for the job for this. I mean, not only are you an evangelist for the material, but just given given your background, which mm-hmm. um, 
perhaps we should go into a little bit for sure. for people who are not familiar with you as a magic teacher because honestly when you say hey name guys who are out there teaching magic until recently it's going to be mcbride michael amar i don't know Mm -hmm. that you would have been named and i think now you're going to be named (laughs) (laughs) well i think because uh most of the stuff that i put out uh and and taught uh was was in kind of unusual genres you know, because I would look at an untapped resource like uh, rubber bands was the major first thing that I that I that I did. Um, so I, I didn't get recognized as um, as a teacher as much as an innovator. Um, so I, I think I was still pretty good at teaching things back then, but uh, and and that's quite some time ago. You know, like thirty years ago was the first time I ever put out any video. Uh, and and then I would uh, do you know some odd projects like the pack small plays big kind of a thing, and and then you know it was all about uh, structure, you know, how to structure a show and get it into a, a you know single briefcase and that kind of stuff. So some of my other talents perhaps overshadowed the fact that I was very diversified in magic and also very good at explaining it. And I think that now that we have um, a resource that I'm tackling, it's pretty obvious that that I'm, I'm bringing all of my training to bear on this on this one project, and and that's something that I should just mention is that I, you know I'm trained as an actor before I was ever a magician. I was on stage acting, singing, dancing, all that kind of stuff. So uh, I'm really approaching this uh, from that perspective as a performer, you know, who's who's taking the written word and the material and the props and then making them play for an audience, and then I then I put on my other hat and I explain it. Yeah, and and um, you know, and, and that's important because there are a lot of magicians, and and myself included. I mean, I, I I didn't study acting or anything like that. I mean, it's been it's been hard hard knocks for me to learn what mm-hmm. works and what doesn't, and um, relearn it now as I'm kind of switching gears and going into kids shows after working only for adults. Uh, Kids don't. Well, adult, adults are basically uh, like um, you know, our kids are basically like adults. They're just a little shorter, um, and they don't have to drink as much to be crazy. Yeah. So the the way you know that's the way I think of when I perform for kids. Uh, I basically uh, clean up my language a little bit, and uh, and then uh, just basically do it the way that I do it for adults. They still get some of the jokes that are that are still funny, and then you just make it a little bit more, you know, a little bit more exciting, and they absolutely love you. Um, I also uh, am a child at heart, and so, uh, you know, I, I think that that works regardless of the age of the audience. Okay, if you're a child at heart, how do you feel about the death of Saturday morning cartoons? Well, you know, uh, it, <laughs> I, uh, I don't really see it as a death as much as I see it as uh, I just I just had to suffer through a bunch of of Cartoon Network, because uh, I was just in Hawaii, and, uh, um, you know, Hawaii's beautiful, and I, and we would get out and we would do things, but then when we were back at the hotel, uh, we had to watch some TV, and our, our television remote didn't work, so we set it on Cartoon Network, and it would play over and over and over again for the couple hours that we were there, and it was just like being blasted by a commercial for the latest Transformer. You know, now it's it's the the one step Optimus Prime. <laughs> it was just horrible. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but I, I I do like the fact that it's given birth to the late night cartoons because I love all of those. Yeah. You know? I, I'm, oh yeah. I'm I'm down with you on that actually. Yeah. Big oh yeah. Fan. In fact, I you know just as we're recording, 
Black Dynamite returned to the air last night. <laughs> yeah, was, sure. I didn't realize it had come back on, and I, I sat down and turned on the TV. I was like, yes! This <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, but, I, but I'm, I'm also happy that 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 some of that humor has filtered into the Saturday morning stuff, uh, and and that would be uh, the Amazing World of Gumball, probably the best kids cartoon ever. Oh, see, I can't, I can't. I have kids, so I I've been through. I have girls, so so I do oh. get a lot of different. Like I've done like more My Little Pony Friendship is Magic than. That oh, I ever ooh. thought I'd have to. <laughs> I can't get with Gumball. I'm a big regular show fan, however, That's good. also yeah. on Cartoon yeah. Network, where it's sure. just like, do, do they not have anybody overseeing them there? <laughs> like, you, you can't tell kids this. What's yeah. wrong with you? Yeah, like, there, there's the one a... character's walking around going, yeah, college is for losers. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yeah, I just I just watched, I watched like a Teen Titans Go that the, the the message of the thing was reading is dangerous. Yes, yeah, we're <laughs> we're big Teen Titans Go people. That's like the intersect between me and my girls is. Uh, yeah, so I'm a huge comic book guy, and and they grew up watching the the Teen Titans cartoon, and this this Go thing kind of hits everybody. You know, mm-hmm. one girl, one my older girls into anime and and that kind of stuff, and my younger girl is is not, but but. Teen Teen Titans Go is where we all come together. And, yeah, it is a terribly subversive cartoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. And they, and they know it. And they absolutely know it. When, oh. when, they, when they finally got that message across, all the characters were just standing there looking at each other, looking at their feet, looking back at each other. They weren't saying anything. They knew that they had just given, like, the, the, the worst message ever. Yes. <laughs> it, it's, it's almost like, honestly, some of those things are probably, in a way, more – Saturday Night Live than Saturday Night Live is these yeah, days. Sure. You know, um, my uh, <laughs> we we actually watched Harry Anderson last week on uh, he was doing hosting something on on AXS and um, my younger daughter uh, they know him through Night Court because the Night Court reruns are still oh, on yeah. and yeah. Um, and he got up and talked about the time he hosted Saturday Night Live and bit the head off a guinea pig or mm-hmm. ate, actually ate the whole ate guinea, it, pig. Ate the guinea pig yeah yeah, yeah and. Uh, yeah, I thought my daughter was going to fall off the couch. She had no idea that he was that terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, we should really watch Hello Sucker one of these days, huh? Uh, sure. Yeah. Break, break you. But, uh... Yeah, and, and you know, and uh, I was just thinking here, because of that message, the, the, you know, that, that I don't believe in reading is dangerous. I don't believe in that message at all. I should probably just mention that, that part of doing the Tarbell Project is not to get rid of books. <laughs> it is not, you know, that's the only other complaint that I've heard uh, is, is that, you know, people are saying, uh, you know, why would you put this material on video and ruin the books and that kind of stuff? No, I'm encouraging people to own the books. You- and. And yeah. the, yes, and the and the videos are a supplement to it. They they do take it further because they bring it into the modern world in a way that that is really fascinating and interesting. Um, but having the books allows you to see what was originally there, uh, and compare them and see the differences. and And hopefully, you'll uh, you'll come to understand that you can take any written material, regardless of how it is, whether it's out outdated, whether it seems dull, whether it seems impractical, or whether it no longer fits in the modern world. And you can take that material and turn it into something really, really amazing that, that, will, that will reinvigorate your magic in ways that, that your audience doesn't expect. 
that well, they may not have seen these tricks in a hundred years. Right, and, and even beyond that, just um, I, you know, I do mention this in my review in, in the coin slight uh, chapter, which mm-hmm. is what three I think. Yep. Maybe you could learn all those moves just by watching you. May, maybe you could. Um, I, I'm not a fair judge because. I've been doing magic for years, you know, and I'm kind of relearning it now for various reasons, but nothing was new in in that chapter. However, basically you were just hand modeling really quickly and saying this, this is what it all is. You, I I believe you even referenced the book at times and say, you know, he says this, I I do it this way, you know? Um, But yeah, you, you really need to be reading the book as you're going through this. Yes, you, you absolutely do. Now, it is possible to learn everything, I think, uh, based on, on what my instructions were, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to spend um, a lot of time uh, on a single slight that in the book has you know, uh, maybe uh, five or six sentences devoted to it because with the book, you would read those five or six sentences over and over again, and you would look at the pictures over and over again. But what I'm doing is I'm putting it on video so that you can look at it over and over again. Uh, again, you could learn either way. Um, but, uh, you know, if you want in-depth on those particular slights, then you have to go for further education. I'm trying to stay as true as possible to the intention of the book, and that is to give you a, uh, a foundation so that you can decide what you want to do. Right, and it, and it is wonderfully true, I mean, because it's easy to forget. These books weren't books originally. Mm-hmm. These books were little pieces of gold that came to you in the mail. <laughs> Right, and, that, and and that's the feeling we're giving again, I think. Yeah, except I, when, was it a monthly originally? I don't know how the correspondence course, if it was came out every two weeks or every month. I'm, I'm yeah, really uh, not sure. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't actually tell you uh, because uh, there are differing times that the course was released. I believe he started it um, originally as a monthly course, and then he may have, uh, you know, speeded that up as people would, would start to subscribe to it. Um, can, can, can we get into some specifics about things that are coming up in the course? Sure. Let's do awesome. Yeah. Uh, one of the things, one of my great arguments for saying you should read Tarbell mm-hmm. or, and, and it's also been the argument against you should not read Tarbell because <laughs> I've, I've heard people <laughs> say, you know, it's all outdated. It's all old. You can do it is, um, is he covers some SpongeBob stuff. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I've had people tell me the everything in that book is terrible when it comes to sponge balls. No, that's not true. It's not true, (laughs) but I can see where some of it doesn't seem to work. However, what people forget is you couldn't buy sponge balls then. You had to cut your own. Yes. Which I have done. Have you Mm -hmm. ever cut your own sponge balls? Yeah, absolutely. Because I I owned the the Tarbell course before I went to a magic shop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now, how, how that happened was that I was interested in magic, and I got a magic kit when I was uh, nine years old, and I loved that. And then uh, for, for Christmas, because uh, Christmas is like three months after my birthday, uh, I wanted other stuff, and so I got some linking rings, a zombie ball, and a tarbell. <laughs> nice. Nice. For, for me, it was because I used to work for a major guitar manufacturer, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I would answer service questions to uh, people around the country. And it would find me on the phone much longer than I wanted to be frequently um, mm-hmm. when I had my own amplifiers to fix. 
Mm-hmm. And and what started happening was uh, I don't people who play guitar will know there's a thing called a reverb pan, and it's a mechanical reverb pan. It has springs in it, and, and you shoot the audio down the springs, and it makes it echo and reverb and, and mm-hmm. various things. Well, they come packed in um, with a sponge stuck inside them, so the springs don't bounce around when when they're packed. So. Uh, more than once, I would find myself because I would work on antique and vintage and high end equipment for like mm-hmm. big endorsers. I, I would have some of this stuff sitting there, and then I would be stuck on phone with like you know the guitar center in you know Nome, Alaska, answering silly questions. And I started cutting out sponge balls out of just sheer boredom, yeah, you know, and found that cut out sponge balls are incredible. <laughs> they, yeah, they're, they're they're definitely pretty cool, <laughs> and um and and a lot of that stuff that, that that is mentioned is kind of because his balls. This is going to sound so bad. His <laughs> balls weren't perfect. <laughs> they were dimpled and wrinkly. So... <laughs> oh no! Who's just tuning in? Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, that's that's going to be my that's my new answering machine message. Uh, <laughs> And and it makes a difference when he's like, you know, pinch these together and no one will ever tell. And it's like, oh, yeah, you, you won't. So so um, what's going to happen with sponge balls? Are, are you going to encourage everybody to get the scissors and mom's no. kitchen sponge? <laughs> no. <Darn it. laughs> no, I'm, no, I, you know, uh, I, I am encouraging people to make their own things when there isn't a better, uh, you know, item available. So in this particular case, even though you and I uh, have this the, this love and admiration for, for making our own sponge balls, um, nobody has to do that anymore, uh, you know. And and the quality of the of the kind of sponge balls that are available now uh, far out. Ways the the joy of making your own. Um, if you want to try, you know, if you're out there and listening right now, and you want to make your own and, and and compare, and you'll you'll get a feel for what Michael's talking about. How the the roughness of them helps to disguise the fact that they're together. That that's great. But if you see the routine that I do with it, uh, with, uh, with the sponge balls that are available now, the commercially available ones, um, I, I you'll see that you don't have to worry about that. There's never a time where you're trying to hold two of them together and hide that there are two of them you don't you can use better techniques because of the compressibility that, that you have now and the consistency of them and they'll last longer and uh, all this kind of stuff the handmade ones and i'm sure you probably experienced this they they flake off a little bit you know as you're using them they just have little pieces that that will drop off of them uh, just because of the way that they're made so uh so you have to you know you, you weigh one over the other but i like the professionally made ones and I do a routine that that literally I have been doing that routine since I was 13 years old um, and uh, I'm not going to say how long that is that's, you know, I almost gave it up you know people always ask me how old I am and I, I just never tell them uh, but anyway I've been doing it a long time and uh, and so you'll you'll get you'll get basically um, my professional approach to how to perform with the sponge balls and make it interesting and fun for people um, that that's what that's what I bring to it you know, instead of showing you how to make sponge balls that you could just go out and purchase them. And the other thing is, uh, and I should mention this, is that people know what a sponge ball is. <laughs> they, they didn't have sponge balls that you could go to a toy store and buy back in Tarbell's day writing it. So when you would introduce the sponge ball that you handmade yourself, you would have to explain, this is a little thing I made. You know, Now somebody could go buy a 
Nerf sponge ball, and it would look like the thing that you have. So we're actually using something that's that's common now, and and I think that's great. But when it comes to other props, I do encourage people to make other props. Uh, there are lots of things that that I've already encouraged people to make, and I will as as the course goes on and on and on. You know, when it's not available uh, commercially as a magic prop or not available over the shelf from someplace else, I am all about making because that's the way I did when I started out i made all of my own props yeah i th- i think um you get a better appreciation and a better understanding mm-hmm. of your props when you make them yourself um, yeah which i'm not saying that you know ev- everything everybody should make themselves necessarily because y- some of you people are going to really be terrible at building your own yeah but you know at least give it a try and find out you're no good at it and then yeah. you, you know hopefully you can find somebody that can make it for you or or right. or, or it's available in some other form um you know like i said when i was getting into magic as a kid i wasn't near a magic shop so the first couple of things that i got uh, were were presents that were just absolutely amazing and i loved it uh and then i started reading everything and making everything that i could make and sometimes i made it exactly the way that it was described and sometimes i i was making something completely unique. Uh, sometimes I didn't, do, I didn't do it as well, and sometimes I did it better. But it was fun. That's right. If, if you've never, you know, like had the drumhead production from an a old cylinder from Quaker yeah. Oats and, right. and some Kleenex, right. then you've really yeah. missed something. My, <laughs> my first square circle was from a Quaker Oats tube. <laughs> Man, the Quaker Oats, a lot of oats being eaten by magicians. <laughs> that yeah. Quaker Oat box is super useful. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, uh, you know what? I, I Time's think fl- flown by, hasn't time it? Time has flown by. Um, yeah. Why don't you throw out to everyone how they can catch up with the Tarbell course? Yes. Well, they would just they would go to penguinmagic.com, dot uh, com, and you pretty much can't miss it there. If you uh, if you need to in their search function, you can type in Tarbell T A R B E L L, uh, and it'll come right up. Uh, or you could put in my name, Dan Harlan, and uh, it'll come up that way too. Uh, but yeah, penguinmagic.com, That's the place to do it, and uh, I think you're going to absolutely love it. Uh, you'll you'll be a fan of the course and uh, and inspired to create great magic. And and now one final thing uh, mm-hmm. before we go, what I'm kind of looking forward to is, by my reckoning, we are about to hit cards. Yeah. For the first time, I hate card right. magic. Okay. I just it's just not my <laughs> thing, right? Um, I, I don't do it. I've done it before a little bit. I I can't wait to see if you make me want to do card. <laughs> Well, well, I hope I hope that I do. Uh, I will tell you honestly that the the lessons that are coming up with cards right now were very challenging, but there are some great card tricks in there, uh, and uh, you know there's some classics, and then there's some stuff that that I updated, and a lot of it I changed it to platform style because that it's it's my calling. Um, so if you've ever wanted to try to use cards in a platform show you're going to find some cool stuff there um and then there's cards in every volume so they they get better and better actually as as uh, as it goes on but uh, i think i think you'll like the stuff that's that that i perform with it may not cause you to perform cards but i think you'll like the uh, the presentations i do all right good enough um yeah. now we'd like to thank you for sitting down with us today dan well i had a great time we'd like to thank everybody for listening of course 
And remind you that if, if you want to catch up with uh, the Tarble course, you can find it at Penguin Magic. Um, forget all that search stuff. I It's going to be on their top ten list of sellers on the side. <laughs> the latest always, lesson yeah. is, is pretty much always on there. And if we want to uh, just catch up with you, what's your website, Dan? Yeah, it's danharlanmagic.com. And, uh, again, if you, ever, if you ever have to find me for some reason or contact me for some reason and you forget that – Please remember my name, Dan Harlan, and uh, remember that I do magic. Google that, and you get me. There you go. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Until, hey, maybe next week. Maybe we'll make it three weeks in a row. Uh, <laughs> everything happening in the world of magic from now and then, just check us out every day at iTrix.com. 